It is the spring of the year 1091. Ziv, your face is splattered with mud. Loose rock has torn the skin on your palms and arms from the fall as the wagon collapsed under you from the bandit's attack. The two bandits hover over you from their mounts, one pointing a spear and the other a sword. On the horizon, on the road, you look past them to see five horsemen rushing your way. They are not aware of these horsemen as they focused in on you. All right. You want to fight? I was trained for this. You want to fight? Boy, you're all torn up already. Yeah, well, guess what? Pocket sand. And I throw the sand and mud at my feet, and I try <laughs> to throw it at their eyes. <laughs> all right, give me a dexterity check. I'll give you a ranged attack, even with proficiency. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here we go. 21. 21. All right, yeah. You get some uh, dirt and mud all over one of the guy's face. And I'm going to make sure that he has disadvantage on this combat. So give me initiatives. All right. All right. The one that uh, has a spear is still on the mount, and he just takes a jab at you while you're getting up from the ground. Does a 13 hit? No. All right. You uh, just kind of roll out of the way and then stand up to your feet, and it's your turn. Haha, <laughs> you're going to have to be faster than that. And I draw out my elven court blade, and I look at the one on the horse, and I look at the one who I just hit in the eyes, and I am going to go try to disarm the guy on the horse. Okay. The, the blinded one or the not blinded one? The not blinded one. Okay. All right, Ziv, for disarm, give me an attack roll. I got 25. Uh, yeah, he got a 12, so you win. You uh, slap the spear, and it falls out of his hand. Might as well just run away if you know what's good for you. And then the bandit that uh, has dirt in his eyes, I'm going to give him a... I'm going to roll a d4 here and see how long he's blinded. Oh, my God, for four rounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he right. has disadvantage on his attacks for four rounds. Here we go. He's going to... Move his mount closer to you while you're standing and try to take a swipe at you with his sword. And that's going to be a 14. That's a miss. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, right on. The one that's not blinded then uh, rushes forward and like he pulls his short sword from his sheath. And the reason that he has a sword and a spear is the other guy used his spear to make the wagon collapse. So he lost a spear in making that happen. And so he unsheaths his short sword and takes a swipe at you for a 16. A 16 hits. A 16 hits. Okay. Is it defender? Like, do you, is your AC 16? My AC is 15. Okay. I was just going to say, we played defender win, so I just wanted to make sure. And he hits you for five damage. Oh, that hurts. Okay. This isn't fun anymore. And it's your turn. I want to... I feel like because these are his reinforcements that are coming up, and I feel like I'm getting real outnumbered. So I'm going to try to do an intimidation check to uh, scare them off. Okay. Just try to act like that attack didn't even hurt and that I'm going to destroy them. Okay. Give me the intimidation check. I got a 14. I got an insight of 17. He sees through oh. your intimidation and prepares to fight. Uh, I don't usually make skill checks part of com like take your action up. So I will allow you to do another action. Okay. Then um, I am just going to straight up attack this guy with the short sword to hit me. Okay. I got a 13. 13 is a hit. 12 damage. Oh my god. 
Um, <laughs> you like cut off his arm, uh, and he falls off the mount and just oh is, my like, God. bleeding out and screaming. I'm so sorry. Oh, I t- I I meant to just let. Oh oh no, <laughs> um, leave. Because you comboed that with an intimidation check, I will say that the other bandit that's blinded like looks around frantically and sees the five horsemen finally, and then he dashes off on his horse while the bandit bleeds out and dies. Oh, oh, that, oh, that, was, this went so south. Oh, no. The blinded bandit that's riding off on his horse is also riding the opposite way of the five horsemen. Oh, no, they're a tougher gang. Already my weapon. And as you ready your weapon and prepare, uh, they finally get close to you and they slow down about 20 feet away and speaks out to you and says, uh, are you okay there? Who are you? He uh, he dismounts and walks closer to you, like with his arm, like showing his palms, like not pulling a weapon. And he says, um, my name is Helltrone. We were riding to Mithron and just so happened to come across you. Looks like you uh, got worked pretty hard here by these bandits. Yeah, they... They killed a friend of mine just moments ago. I tried to get away, and I didn't mean to kill that one. It it was an accident. I was just trying to defend myself, but... Uh, it's, it's okay, boy. It's okay. It's okay. Calm down. Are, are, are you okay, though? It's, just, it's so horrible to take a life. I just... Are, are you okay? Uh, one of them hit me. Uh, it, it hurts, but I think I'll be okay. Uh, this man named Heltrone walks over to you, and he, he kind of inspects you from like five feet away. He's like, I, I I can take care of that for you if you'd like. How do I know I could trust you? Is there is there a reason you wouldn't? I don't know. I just got attacked. But he, he walks over and he like puts his arm on your shoulder and he looks at you in the eyes and he says, it's okay. Let me let me help. And he puts his hand, he puts his other hand on the wound and you feel a like a cooling light kind of emit from his palm and the wound that you have is healed up and you're back to full HP. Are you a druid? No, no, no. I, I'm i a paladin. Oh, I don't think I've encountered a paladin before. I'll sheath my sword. Um, thank you. Where are you from? I'm from the Norfair Wood. Uh, my name's Ziv. Ziv Reinhold. Ziv. It's nice to meet you. As I said, I'm Heltrone. Then he points to uh, his the four horsemen that are about 30 feet behind him. He says, and this one here to the left, this is Adamo from the Forest of Dualwood. And you see an elven man that nods to you from atop his horse. He's dressed in loose leather armor, decorated with engravings of leaves and branches and vines. And his armor looks worn, like he's been in combat very often. And then he points to the next one in line and says, And this here is Kristoff. Kristoff here is from Gamor. He's the high captain of a new organization based out of Gamor that is aiding me on investigating uh, danger here in Asus. And he's a human man dressed in half-plate armor he brings his right fist up to his chest and nods. And then you see like an emblem colored within his shield that has like a dark red color to it and shows a fist centered in a circle. It unnerves me a bit, like the dark red. I think it's because like it's it's like the blood that I was just dealing with. So I feel a little on edge from him. He points to a, to the next one in line and it's like an old man. And he says, and this old man here is Hanet. Don't let his gold eyes terrify you though. He is trained with the golden Krail and I have recruited him to help me in this investigation we're on. And you see a human man that smiles down at you from atop his horse. He has straggly gray hair that hasn't been cut since he started graying. The hair's tips are blonde and red, showing a glimpse of his youth's appearance. He wears a set of gray and red robes and carries a rusty metal staff. You don't have to be worried about me being 
I'm a little troubled by someone's looks. I've never met another elf who looks like me, so I get it. And that's when you look at the fourth horseman. And he looks at you kind of puzzled. And this last man is wearing a tight-fitting brown and black leather set. And he has a two-handed longsword with a hilt made of a dark purple metal, which is all you see on his sheathed sword. This half-elf at appearance has black hair pushed back behind his ears. And his face is pale, untouched by the sun, and his eyes are pale blue. Which leaves this man here who is, My name is Vorin, and this is no Asian. Where are you actually from, boy? Last time on the Four Orbs. After a couple hours of zigzagging between the island channels with two hostile ships chasing, your ship and the two pirate ships break free into the open ocean. You see something large appear on the bow of the pirate ships, something grayish and black. You see the flare and smoke of cannons from the pirate ships. Give me initiatives. Finch, you gain a new job skill, surrender. Surrender may be a great option for saving the lives of your crew, the ship, and the ship's cargo, which includes your equipment you left below deck. Yeah, my instruments and shits is down there. Oh, God, are you telling me the orbs are down there? <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> Surrender! <laughs> we give up! Just let me have my things! You're looking for 81 or above. I don't, really, don't want to be responsible for another failure. I'll fail for you. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 78. Ooh. I know, right? <laughs> I got a 23. Oh! <laughs> yeah, the ship is severely damaged. One cannonball hits the hole directly in the back, right below Astra. And then the other cannonball just knocks out both masts. It was like perfectly lined up. Dorothy, you're falling. Oh, no. So up next, we're not doing what I call a skill challenge but a combat challenge. It's not combat, it's a combat challenge. This is like horde fighting, basically. A horde challenge, that's what we'll call it. Okay. Two ships have surrounded the capsizing boat. We got it. I'm ready. Let's do it. So that is a 19 on the first one. Yes. 20 on the second one. Oh my God, this is with the minus five? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so 39, 28 plus 11. Nice. So 39. Seven kills. Um, That is a 18. 18 is a success. So let's do a level four inflict wounds. 12 plus 10 plus five plus two. It's 29. So you kill five enemies and out walks a person. Well, 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 if it isn't love rug. Or wait, (laughs) what is it they call you now? Ah, that's right. Keth the Giant Slayer. It is your sister. No! She's a pirate now. She pulls out a giant battle axe, ready to fight. What are you doing out here? Just looking for you, Carl.
The sound of water has been constant for you. Splashing of waves and the rippling of tides often seen as a sound of relaxation. But today, the sounds bring an anxiety to the group. Your ship's crew, recovering from the sinking of your ship, is climbing aboard the two ships depending on which is closest. But kneel down in front of y'all, wrapped in rope, Kurgle, the half-orc pirate captain, and Keth's sister, spits blood from when Keth slammed her to the ground. She snickers a little bit and says, Look, always winning our little tussles. I'll get you one day, big brother. This wasn't a tussle, you tried to kill me. Oh yeah, we always try to kill each other. <sighs> That's the point of the tussle. That is not the point of the tussle. I never tried to kill you. Well, that's how I remember it, you know, 15 years ago. How uh, how many pirates are left? We'll say there's eight on this ship, and then, like, four more have come out from, like, under deck on the other ship, and they're all, like, they've all submitted, basically, because their captain has been captured. What should I do with you? Well, what do you mean, what should you do with me? You should release me. We're brother and sister. Oh, now you say that. Well, we just having a little friendly tussle. It wasn't a friendly tussle. I am so glad I don't have siblings. Ugh. I'll, I'll bend down and, and cut her rope. Oh, thank you. Ah, it feels better. And then I'll pick up her axe. Uh, what, what are you going to do with that? I'm going to hold on to it. <sighs> Is this some sort of punishment? Like, are you acting like dad now or something? Yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. <sighs> Making sure I'm not going to get an axe to the back. Oh, we're, we're you won. I told you, you won. If something happens, I'll give it back. Well, who are all these people? These are my friends. What are you doing out here in the seas? I'm looking for you. Do you even know how to swim? Yeah, I learned. <laughs> it's grown. <laughs> this is Doris. And I'll just kind of pat him on the head. Yes, it is I, Doris, Babe, Grom, and Kyle. I'm sure you've heard of me. No, I haven't. Really? Well, well, no, I wouldn't know you. You call yourself a pirate, a worldly individual. Oh, You've yeah. been all over the world. Oh, not all over the world. We mostly scour the uh, areas outside of Laran, but we kind of have to stretch out a little bit. I'm sure they've, they've heard of me there. Have you ever performed there? No, but I will. I'm on my way there now. Now this is Finch. And I'll motion over to him. I'll give a Crimson Command salute. Oh, soldier, huh? Soldier of Asus, you could say. Okay. And this is Phil. Uh, uh, nice, nice to meet you. A uh, pleasure. Never yes. met a demon like you before. I'm sure you haven't. And this is my best friend, Astra. And I'll put my arm around her. What happened to me being your best friend? Oh. I just glare at her, and then I'm going to cast a level three cure wounds on Cass. Oh, I oh, see. Thank you. I see now why you like her. Well, that's not why I like her. Well, I mean, that is why I like her, but I like her for other reasons. You're just using her for her magics? No. No, I don't inflict wounds. I cure them. Ooh, the triangle. <laughs> you feel your bullet wound close over and uh, like the bullet actually comes out and pops, like kind of falls into your hand. Ugh. What? Hey, what is this thing anyway? It's a bullet. A bullet? Uh-huh. No, well, what What was the thing you you hit me with it from? Oh, you mean a flintlock? A flintlock. A flintlock. <laughs> What's a flintlock? Well, it shoots a rock at you like a bullet. Oh, so, but this is a bullet, and it shot a bullet. No, 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 the flintlock shot the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, how does it work? I've never seen one of those before. Well, you put some powder in the tube, and then you put the ball down, the rock down in there, and then you, you, and she's like doing it in front of you, and then she points it at you, and then you pull the trigger. Get it out of my face! <laughs> I'll push it down. And as you push it down, she shoots, and it hits the deck and explodes, like, like wood splitters go up. Ah! <laughs> I just roll my eyes and cast mending. Wow. <laughs> Hey, we've, I think we've seen something like that before. That looks like what old uh, Captain Wiley had. Or, you know, the other one. Oh, yeah. And then you hear from behind you. Ah, Captain Kurgle the Wretch. Of course you're behind this. Good job, crew. What a great capture. Stefan will be so excited to execute this one. Hey! You turn behind and you see Captain Kayo climbing over the ship's railing, drenched from head to toe. And then Kurgle says, Captain Kayo, you coward. How much loot did you just give to Quota? What's a Quota? What's a Frint Rock? <laughs> <laughs> they call you the Wretch? I'm the Wretch. The Wretch. Interesting. Uh, Captain Wiley, you know this this woman? Yeah, she's one of the toughest pirate captains on the seas. Well, she also happens to be our friend Ketsir's sister. What? Well, sorry, Keth, but she has crimes unforgiving. What kind of crimes? She's been terrorizing boats, merchant ships, innocent merchant ships for years now. And how about shooting you yeah, that wasn't with a friend nice. rock? Whatever the heck that is. What's up there? Right there. So I guess Astra's on the uh, side of executing your sister, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those were 17 of the most spiteful healing points I've ever experienced. <laughs> this is like not like this lady. Dangerous to toy. <laughs> Listen, there'll be no executions today. I'll I'll make it up to you somehow. No, I don't think that's going to work. I think it has to work. Give me a persuasion check. Six. Well, I, I'm sorry, Kath, but we're going to have to put her below deck and shackle her. We'll have to discuss this another time. As far as I see it, she has to be executed. Listen, you can take her below deck and shackle her, but you will not execute her. I'm the captain of the ship. You ain't got no law over me. Uh, your ship went down, Wiley. Yeah, this isn't your ship. Are you taking this ship on your own? Uh, I think we did. I think it's ours. So I you're, was gonna you don't say... take my crew. The five of you gonna take this thing on your own? Nah, all right, everyone just calm down. Look, clearly there's a situation here. Maybe we should continue sailing to Laron and figure it out when we get there, huh? Why don't we have a vote right now? Uh, you know, emotions are running a little high right now. I think <laughs> I think we should uh, give everyone some time to just settle down and figure this out when we get to Laron. I cross my arms and stomp my foot. Oh. I'm just watching Keth. And, and I guess Wiley now, too. I guess they're just kind of staring at each other right now. Yeah. Well, Keth, I'm sorry, but I'm going to at least shackle her up. Crew, tie her up. Put her below deck. These ships are mine for now. Thank Jiminy. <laughs> wow. It's okay, Cargo. Just just go with them for now. One of the crew walks up with a set of shackles that they find, like, below deck, and then they shackle her up with their arms in front of her, and she looks at you and says, Keth, I don't like this. It'll be fine. Just give me that, and I'll take her flintlock. Her front rock. <laughs> <laughs> and the crew, uh, Kayo's crew, takes her below deck. I'm assuming they're doing the same with the other pirates, too. Um, actually... Captain Kayo speaks up and yells at the uh, pirates and says, All right, the rest of you scallywags. If you want to see the shores of Laron again, you'll help get us there. Otherwise, we'll be locking you up for possible release, but more than likely execution. So help us out. Don't die. Does he need a persuasion check for that? 
Do you want to tell? Do y'all want to try convincing not to kill the rest of the pirates? Oh, I don't care about the other pirates. <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing? Are they, do they seem like they're... Um, they seem obedient, and they start to like slowly make moves to help out in getting the ships ready to move. Okay, I wouldn't do anything. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, the five of you we should be arriving to Laurent within a week or so. I'm still gonna commit to my my promise that I'll get you there. Much obliged. But uh, so, as far as I see it, y'all are no y'all aren't trying to keep a boat. If you try and take a boat to Laurent and abandon it, someone's just going to take it anyways. I don't think we have any use for either of these boats once we're in Laurent. All right, so it'll be a fair trade. You get two new ships, and I get my sister back. Um, no. Yeah. It's not how this is going to work. We'll d- we'll figure that out another time. She's shackled for now, and Stefan's not going to be happy to see her. Oh, what if they, like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Why, why is Stefan not going to be happy to see her? Well... She killed both of his siblings. Oh. That's not at all what I thought it was going to be. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like, I put my hand in my face a little bit. Now I'm like, shit. Yeah, I'm just scratching the back of my head. Oh. Thought we were finally going to get a love story out of you, yeah. Dave. <laughs> nope. I guess that's not our uh, listener base. Is he on the other ship, I take it? Yeah, Stefan's up on the other ship. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it all out when we get to Laurent. That's the thing, Kath. Once we get to Laurent, we're in their territory, and we might get ambushed by them. We got to figure it out before we get there. Them being who? The other pirates. They're not going to attack you if we have her. She's the scourge yes, of will. the sea, right? They will sacrifice her. Well, what about the other part of Laurent? The Gnomish Island? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't been there in a long time. I don't know the state of it. Hmm. I thought you said most of the pirates were dead. Something about a volcano blew up. That's right. But, I mean, they're still active, apparently, if she's out here. She might be able to answer you more questions about the current state of Laurent. This is true. Perhaps we should speak with your sister. That would probably be wise. All right, well, I'm going to get this ship going. Y'all do what you need. Uh, if you know what to do, then I guess do it. But the crew and the pirates should be able to handle it. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, uh, like, some of the crew from your ship are actually getting in rowboats and going and salvaging some of the, like, floating debris. So, uh, so there's two ships. Is Grakaya taking one and Wiley's taking the other? Is that how that's working? Yeah. Okay. So we at least know the guy that wants to really kill your sister is on the other boat. Yeah, that's true. Just keep him on the other boat. Yeah, hopefully we can get some information from her before it's too late. Yeah. Perhaps we shouldn't waste any time. We could go speak with her now. Yeah, I guess we should. I'm just seething. I'm interested in that Front Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this Front Rock. Here you go. I'll toss it to him. Juggle <laughs> oh it for a second of God. <laughs> Captain Kayo like hears you say that, and he says, "It's not a French Rock. It's it's a Flint Lock." Oh, okay, Flint Lock. And I'm kind of running through the motions real quick while he's watching me that I kind of saw Kurgle doing to make sure that he thinks that I'm doing it all right. Well, like, you need some powder. Do you have any extra? Uh, no. I've been in the water. Fair, fair. But it looks like I'm doing this right. Like, i just missing the powder, right? Oh, yeah, you need some powder. You need some bullets. And then, uh, yeah, you put the powder in first and then jam a bullet down in there and pack it tight. How common are these things? Uh, they're, they've been popping up a little bit. The gnomes make them. Oh, makes sense. What else do they make? Lots of things. Um, lots of animal metal things. Oh, yeah, like the BBPP. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's the the like PVAC, my bird. Oh yeah, like that. Yeah, they they got lots of those flying around everywhere. Yeah, it's constructs. Yes. So is that flintlock some sort of construct? No, it's just 
a device they make. They make a lot of things. They also make rock stars. Uh, I want to. I'm gonna walk up to. What? <laughs> <laughs> just, just saying. Jesus. I want to walk up to Finch and I want to cast detect magic and, and like inspect the flintlock that okay. way. Uh, yeah, it's not magical. It seems to be just a mundane object. Well, this is interesting. It doesn't seem they use magic for it. Huh. I mean, I'm going to kind of just look at it and look back at Kath. I'm like, really, I would say this is yours, but if you don't mind, I will hang on to it. Yeah. Uh, until she needs it back. Fair. And I'm just going to kind of admire it and really just inspect it. I'm really interested in an, a different type of uh, distance weapon. It's just cool. Yeah. Are you going to become a, a gunslinger? I was about Ooh. to say, dude. <laughs> Start wearing like a bandit mask. <laughs> Dark Finch. Yes. Dark Finch. Yeah. An Aaron Black. All right. Well, I'm going to go downstairs and talk to Kerbal. I'll join you. All right. I think we're all going to follow. All right. So the five of you are Asher's giving me an eye. I don't know if she's going. Yeah. She's going. <laughs> so the five of you go below deck. You get to the bottom deck and you see that two of the crew from your other ship, from your normal ship, are shackling her to one of the columns and they turn to look at you and said, um, I don't know if you should be down here. Get out. Give me an intimidation check. 20. <laughs> yeah, yes. they run out. <laughs> <laughs> Instantly. Like, you're like, oh, okay. And they just like, <laughs> like pitter patter right by. <laughs> and then I'll just kind of like sit down in front of Kurgle. Okay. And I'll be like, so the scourge of the sea, huh? Well, they call me the wretch. I mean, I don't know what a scourge is. I don't know what a wretch is. <laughs> is that like a captain? Are you like the captain of all the pirates? Uh, uh, I don't know what a scourge means. So I, I mean, I'm a captain of the ship. So you're like the, the captain of all the pirates? No, not all the pirates. Oh. There's there's another captain. There's a fleet commander. What What's a fleet commander do? Uh, he's in charge of all the pirates. Oh, so he's in charge of you? Yeah. Oh. Captain Wally said that if we get close enough, they'll they'll destroy this ship and kill you. Um. Well, they they might if if y'all don't obey their commands. I mean, these two ships aren't gonna be able to take on the pirate fleet. How many pirates are left? We heard there was a volcano. Oh yeah, uh, Estuvios. It's uh, it it blew, it erupted like four or five years ago. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah, it wiped out pretty much half the island. No, you know the pirate island. But, I mean, there's still plenty of us over there. How many is plenty? Um, well, there's still at least six active ports, so a lot. Hundreds? Like ships or people? People. Well, probably more thousands. Mm -hmm. Still sizable, yes. So hundreds of ships, then? Well, yeah. Probably just over a hundred. She starts going through, counting on her fingers. There's a man named Stefan Grakaya captaining the other ship. What? Apparently... Stefan's here? He's not going to be very happy when he finds we have you alive. Oh, that's bad. That's bad news. Yeah. Yeah. I heard you killed his siblings. Oh, yeah. Why? I wanted their ship. So you just kill people and take their stuff? Well, I mean, I, I didn't always like that. It was just, you know... There's no honor in that, Kerr. What honor? Who are you two speaking of honor? You're the one that worked for the slavers in Athern. First of all... Fighting for their entertainment. Hold had... on, hold on. Look, whatever your name is, we're the only thing standing between you and death. So maybe you should be nice to us. Look, little man, there's a lot of death out there, and it's going to happen eventually. It doesn't have to happen now. I mean, it doesn't have to, but it's probably going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just okay with that? I mean, I don't want to die, but I mean... 
that's what Homerin wants. So that's who you follow? Oh, no, I don't follow any of those stupid ones. Oh, all of them are stupid. You just follow the, the sea? I follow the money. So how'd you end up becoming a pirate anyway? You know, Keth told us you were captured. Oh, yeah. When I was bought from our previous master by the pirates, they put me to work on the ships. So after years of working for them pirates, a fleet of Rodanian ships attacked our port. And I might have uh, been a slave at the time of the pirates, but I didn't want to be no slave of Rodanians. I don't like them. So I fought back, and I earned some honor amongst the pirates, and they told me if I fought Grakaia's siblings, I'd get their ship. Was he a Rodanian? No. I just wanted a ship, and that was the only ship that I could get. <laughs> ah, of course. And then once I got my ship, I got me a crew. Why didn't you just capture them? What do you mean? Just capture them. Why did you have to kill them to take the ship? I mean, if you capture them, it's still their ship. But not if you send them away. Where am I going to send them? I don't know. I mean, is this still your ship? Well, sounds like it's Kaios now. Mm, and you're not dead. You're right. You're right. Mutiny. Wait, what? Did you say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all want to help me? I don't know if we're the ones you'd want to be conspiring with. Y'all want to help me that. kill Kaio and Krakaya? I do not. No. They've helped us. They helped us get this far. I can help you get the rest of the way. You shot him. Yeah, that didn't feel very good. I thought we were tussling. That's not tussling. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, that's not that's, tussling. Yeah, that's the shirt right there. <laughs> that's not tussling. Just a picture of a gun. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty damn good shirt design. I'd wear it. No, there will be no mutinies today. Well, I don't know how you're going to convince Grakai not to kill me. Maybe we shouldn't. Oh no, Astra. I don't like her. She does not like you. It's juicy. She usually likes everybody. Yeah, she's very nice. You, you made her very angry. What did I do to you? You tried to kill me. See, he understands. Well, you tried to kill me. I did not try to kill you. I restrained you. You could have choked me. I didn't know what you were doing. I specifically remember hearing, sister, stop. <laughs> sister, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just me? No, I'm pretty sure that happened. Well, yeah. that's not our safe word. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Oh. Our safe word. <laughs> that's why he made me say uncle. Oh, is uncle the safe word? <laughs> Damn, I'm so glad I don't have siblings. <laughs> I didn't even fight back for like 20 seconds. So what would happen if we went to the gnome side of the island? When was the last time you were there? Over the gnomes. I mean, they're, they're pretty weird right now. I mean, they're not helping us at all like they used to. I don't know what's going on. Wait, the gnomes used to help the pirates? Oh, yeah. We used to kind of work together. Like, we'd protect the area, and then we'd let ships through that want to talk to them to buy things. And now, like, they seem to be all, I guess, what's the word? Self-sufficient? Yeah, it sounds like you were extorting them. Well, we weren't extorting them. We were working together. They gave us, they gave us guns. They gave us things. To work with, and then we protected them. But then they started getting all these big construct things. Do, mm. do they still let uh, boats in for trade? Oh, yeah. I mean, they always want to make money. Well, when did your partnership with the gnomes end? Um, well, after Westuvios blew up, we lost, like, a lot of people, and then they seemed to get, like, greedier, and they didn't want to help us, like, build our villages back up or save anybody. Do you know why? No. Sounds like they saw a chance to not have to work with pirates anymore, and they took it. I don't know about that. I mean, 
they say they just ain't got time for us anymore. Like, you know. But we can't, like, attack them. We ain't got the numbers anymore, and especially against those bears. Big giant bears. Bears? Yeah, the bear bodyguards. Constructs? Yeah. I mean, that's not the only one. That's not even the biggest one. What's the biggest one? They got an elephant. An elephant? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. They got, they got zords. Dude, they got fucking <laughs> mega zords. Do they Dude, have a wild, go. wild west spider? <laughs> What? <laughs> a wild, wild west spider? <laughs> it's hydraulics. <laughs> but yeah, they got they started making a lot more after the eruption happened. So is that why they don't need the pirates anymore? Because they got all these constructs? Yeah. They no longer need protecting. I wonder if the uh, eruption had anything to do with construct... Uh, construction? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Construct construct. Construction. <laughs> That global warming, man. Has any, I wonder if the uh, the volcano erupting has anything to do with the uh, increased amount of constructs. I mean, it's possible. Yes, it could be. Maybe, I don't know how or why, but I guess it's possible. Has anything else weird been going on on the island? What you mean? Just not normal. Hmm. Unbalanced, if you will. What does that mean? Just like Keth said, out of the ordinary. Well, I mean... I guess not. Nothing seems too weird other than the eruption. We're just trying to, you know, rebuild. Some of the trees are starting to grow again. I have a question. How old are you? I'm 25. Years? Yeah. Wait, and I'll look at Kev. How old are you? I'm 32. Impossible. What's impossible? Nothing. What? But Go on. I have some things to figure out. So if we keep you alive... And we sail into the Ron on the pirate side. What can we expect? Are you going to have Kayo and Brokayo with you? I would assume so. Mm. Might be dangerous. I'm not going to let them kill you. Well, that's nice of you. I like that. Uh, it's more than you deserve. You know what we could expect if we go to the Gnome Island? I mean, if you're looking to buy things, they'll let you in. Is there just two islands? Well, I mean, there's a lot of little islands kind of surrounding the coast, but it's two big islands, yeah. So I take it you're well known on the pirate island. Oh, yeah. People know me. So if we go there, are we going to be attacked? Mm, by yourself? Eh, maybe not. You might not be attacked. But if you're with us. And maybe if you offer some help, they'll help you. But if you're with us. If we're with, if I'm with you, no, they won't attack you. I might have to like make you look like a prisoner for a little bit, but... And we can convert you to pirates, and then you can help us out. Yeah, that's not going to work. What? I'm not a pirate. Well, I mean, you don't have to really be one, I guess, but you got to make it look like one. Oh, you mean like make pretend? Make pretend, yeah. Okay. Like we used to do. Yeah, when we were kids. Yeah. Just to make pretend we were wizards. Yeah. Magics. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you he was a magic man? You a magic man? Uh, yeah, something like that, yes. What kind of magic can you do? Oh, God. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to maybe, like, trapped down here for a little bit. So, you know, maybe I could use some entertainment every once in a while. <laughs> uh, that's not really the kind of magic I... Come on, give me some entertainment. Oh, well, now you're just being rude. Okay, you guys figure this out. I have to go. And I'm going to leave. I think he needs to poop or something. Yes. <laughs> Perhaps maybe we should discuss this away from Kurgle now. I'm going to have to teach him how to poop like a pirate. How does a pirate poop? Just poop whenever you need to. What about wherever you need to? In your pants? Yeah, you just get in the ocean and wash it off. Why don't you... Never mind. And I walk out. <laughs> I'm going to immediately follow Bellamere. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be back. Stay put. 
Nice to see you again, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Astra. Come on, Astra. I'm just glaring. I know I can't leave you alone with her. I was waiting for that moment where he's like, all right, I'll see you later. I love you. And that's like, no, you don't! <laughs> it explodes. Also, I'm going to make sure that the guards go back down there. Yeah, they're at the like, top of the stairs. They weren't really listening in, but you could tell that they were like waiting for y'all to leave. All right, you can go back down there now. Oh, thank, thanks. Sorry. And um, no mutiny. What? You heard me. Why are we speaking of mutiny? You don't just say that word. They say bomb on an airplane. <laughs> I'm saying don't let her talk you into anything stupid. They just like scared, like timidly walk back down the stairs. And watch her, she's Trixie. That's what I was talking about, Kat. <laughs> Trixie. Okay, I'm trying to find just like a space that is below deck that I can be by myself. Yeah, we'll say that she's on like the very bottom deck and there's a deck between that and the main deck. Um, And you just kind of like go to a corner behind like a barrel, I guess. Okay. I just want to throw my backpack on the ground and like just spill everything out of it and try to find that book. Okay. And which book is this? The journal that I found when I was in school. Oh, the one in Bardic College. Yes. Okay. That's What's set. the title of that one? Did I give you a title? Uh, you might have, but I forgot what it was. But I remember that it said three names and then Kath okay. on it. Yeah, uh, we'll call it the Journal of Caddius Winsworth. All right, I'll, I'll look for the Journal of Caddius Winsworth, and I want to start like thumbing through it to find an instance of the year. Because I could have sworn I saw what year this was. Okay, yeah. Um, at the beginning of the journal, actually, it says in the year 137 of the fourth age. This is impossible. This doesn't make any sense. Now I'll throw everything back in my backpack, okay. including the book, and go back. Uh, yeah, as you come back around with your stuff, uh, you see them coming upstairs. Astra. Yes? I must speak with you. Weird. Now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Come into my quarters, and I'll bring her to the barrel. The barrel. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, you bring her to behind the barrel. How old is Ken? Are we all just sitting and watching? <laughs> I'm sitting and watching, yeah, or standing and watching. <laughs> My head's like tilted to the side a little bit. How, how is it like, I imagine it being like 20 feet away from us. <laughs> Probably, yeah, something like that. How old is Keth? Yes, how old is he? Uh, I'd never asked him before, I don't think, but he just said in there 32. Lies! And I'll slam the book against her chest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just completely taken <laughs> aback. What are you talking about? If he's only 32 years old, who is this? This is a book. You're supposed to look inside of it. All right, now look inside of it. Okay. You look at the title, and it's the Journal of Cadius Winsworth, and you start flipping through pages. The very beginning, you see that it says, in the year 137 of the fourth age, I started my trials, is like the first line of the journal. Give me a perception check. Keep going, keep going. That is a 17. All right. Yeah. So you're flipping through some pages and you actually see the name Keth every once in a while, like of like adventures with Keth, basically for these trials. And at the very end of the journal, the last line says, this story will go on for ages as merely a tale of fiction. But by all accounts, those that survived the siege of Mestic and Port Haven know that I and my companions, Nito, Armand, Dez, and Keth, were the ones who rescued Port Haven from Exdolo's destruction. Hmm. 
Is everything all right over there? Shh. I found this in school. I just assumed he was really old. I've never known how old Keth was. I don't know how orcs age. Are we sure this isn't just another orc named Keth? I what mean... kind of name is Keth? Okay, the three of you give me perception checks. <laughs> it's going to be a high DC because they are whispering-ish. 12. 22. 20. Uh, so yeah, the two of you fellow your pinch here that they are speaking of a Keth from ages ago. I'm going to walk over. Uh, maybe Keth's just like a really famous orc name or something. Are you guys okay over here? She's like, come on, Keth. I'm just going to start walking over there. <laughs> Go over there. <laughs> what are y'all talking about? Secrets don't make friends, Doris. I'm just going to hand hand the book back to Indeed Doris. Indeed, they don't. Give me this. I have something on your mind, Doris? When were you going to tell us about this? About what? Your other friends. What are you talking about? Who's Dez? <laughs> I don't know who Dez is. Well, who is... Nito? Nito and Cadius. Who are these people? Doris, what are you talking about? I don't know. I found this journal at school, and it tells the entire truth about Ken. What are you talking about? And I'll pick up the journal and flip through it. You can read, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, you flip through it, and knowing that your name's somewhere in this, you start seeing, like, your name on certain pages and, like, uh, stories of this adventurer named Keth and his party of friends that were helping Cadius with his trials to become a paladin. This is... Wait, what? What? And I'll flip back to the front, see the year, and then I'll flip back through the pages, and I'll say, this is... This is the... The original Keth. The what? The real Keth. Is Keth a popular name? What? No, it's a title that's kind of passed down. He was the most honorable orc that there ever was. He he brought our people into into civilization. See, I told you, Doroth. It's just yeah. a popular name. Lugrug is his name. I never knew what was going on. I just assumed you were super old, and I don't know, you were lying to us. I don't know. Why do you always think I'm lying, Doroth? I've never done anything to you. It's you that always attacks me. Why does everyone always attack me? They were accidents. <laughs> I don't attack you, Keth. You're right, Astra. That's why I love you. I'll put my arm around her. Well, look, I've just been a little uh, really on edge lately. Someone stole my identity. Found out you were a fire giant or something. It's just been a lot. I'll just look down at the ground. And then I found this book. How was I supposed to feel? Have you read this journal? I've thumbed through it. So what does it say about this original Keth? Looks like he was part of a group that uh, went on to save the world. He was a great hero. Yeah, yeah, it says that. He saved the world? Him and his friends. Seems like they went up against a pretty powerful foe named, named Mestic. Something like that. It's all in here. May I? I'll sure. extend my hand. I'm done with it now. I'll start <laughs> flipping through it. Okay. Uh, for a... Short investigation. Give me investigation check. Seven. Yeah, you flip through it. You see some of the like certain things here and there, but nothing really pops out to you. Just the things that have been mentioned so far. Well, I don't think I've ever heard of a mystic before. Well, that name doesn't ring a bell. Is it like a mystic? A shaman? No, I think it's a proper noun, like a name. It seems capitalized here. It says he was a very powerful being. But they, they Made destroyed Made a fire or him. something? He summoned lava men. A fire... Like a fire giant? Giant. Or like a volcano. Was the original Keth known to also change into a, you know, fire giant? It doesn't say in the book. <laughs> oh, I don't I, I don't think so. Well, this is very intriguing. Dorothy, may I borrow this? Sure, but you'll have to give it back. Of course. It's part of my library. 
<laughs> and I'm like, I'll feel the pages and see that they're like a little tacky from his pouch goo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, your library. Yes. I need to get some fresh air. And I'll turn around and go go up to the top of the ship. I'd probably just... Do these look like living quarters? Yeah, there's hammocks around. I'm just going to go to one that looks empty. Okay. And just get in inside of it? Yeah, I'd put my stuff down and I'd probably just start flipping through this. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably want to get my, get my living quarters set up to... We were attacked by lava men. <laughs> Exclamation point. There's <laughs> so much shit in this. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Took a lot of notes. I actually read it today from beginning to end. Oh, for real? Yeah. Nice. I want to read it from beginning to end. It's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I'm not too worried about picking out a hammock. Hammock's a hammock to me. Okay. Um, so you just grab one? Yeah, I guess it's probably time to rest. I'm still hurting from... Uh... Well, if you're not going to help with the crew above, like, getting the ships ready... Because you were more involved in the fight, then yeah, you can just go ahead and pick a Yeah, pick I'm gonna probably just try and relax and heal up a little bit. Okay. I am going to claim a hammock because I lost my bedroll. I'm just gonna drop all my stuff that I still have on my hammock and I'm gonna go upstairs and like go on the deck, make sure Keth is okay. okay. Um, and then maybe just do some like minor mending around the ship. Okay. All right, so uh, Astra, you go up, you go up onto the main deck, and you find like Keth the bow of the deck, looking forward, like into the horizon. And the bottle of rum in my hand, and uh, you go and lean up against the railing next to him. Hey, you, you doing okay, bud? Not really. I mean, I just found my own lost sister and found out she's the pirate captain. I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, that uh, definitely changes things. I hate the pirates. My sister. Gotta be loyal to my family, right? That's what my father always taught me. And then she attacked me. And then Doris attacked me before. I just don't know, Astra. Drink some more. I guess everybody deserves a chance, but I don't know. I think she needs to prove it to us that um, we can trust her. You're right. I'm not really in that boat yet. I don't think I am either. I think she's best tied up under under the deck right now. I agree. Hey, companions. It's Dave here, your DM. And it is midnight. Midnight. Yep. It's midnight. I've been up since 6 a.m. It's the day before the episode release. And I am, uh, I'm tired. I, uh, slept wrong on my back, neck, and I just got the worst neck pain. I've been fighting through this edit today. Had about 50% of the edit to do today, and I still got it done. So, yay, I'm going to go to sleep after this. Um, but I wanted to stop in on this mid-roll and let you know that we are indeed having a third anniversary live show. It'll be at the same place we've done it the past two years. Uh, it'll be at Alchemy Tavern in Mobile, Alabama. We will be opening the doors at 7 o'clock. And the show will start at eight on time, no matter what. I am a stickler about uh, the show starting on time. And it's going to be five dollars to get in. Previous years, it's been ten dollars. And this year, I'm bumping it down to five. And we're also going to have uh, an MC and host named Bill Goodman, a local comedian. He's also a good friend of pretty much everyone in the podcast, an old high school friend that is. And he's actually played in Four Orbs games. He's played in many of my campaigns. 
he'll be hosting and he'll be introducing two local stand-up comedians as well. One will be Jade Green and the other will be Zeke. The buck stops here, buck halts. And uh, I'm very excited about this. I'm hoping uh, that we get a pretty good turnout. I'm hoping to see all you listeners there if you can make it. I know that a lot of you probably aren't in the Mobile, Alabama area, but you know what? If you make it down, cool. Really, that's all I wanted to stop in and say. I haven't done a Patreon shout out in a while. I'll try and do that on the next episode. I'm just really tired, y'all. I'm sorry. I just had to get this episode out. Dee's been out of town for like a week and I wanted to get our kitchen done as a surprise for whatever she got here. So I've been like balancing that and my day job and editing and all that. I haven't touched a video game. I haven't watched TV, nothing. I've just been working, working, working for like six days straight. And so I'm just, I'm tired. So please forgive me for not doing another Patreon shout out, but you know who you are and you know that we love you and we thank you for all the support you give us. And if you aren't a Patreon supporter, well, you should jump on that because after our third anniversary live show, I will be re-releasing the first year anniversary and second year anniversary live shows um, while I work on the edit for the third anniversary because we will be recording this year again and I will be releasing that to Patreon. So if you want some extra bonus content and you haven't listened to those previous live shows before, get on it because I'll be releasing them sometime in December. And you want to make sure you are in one of those tiers to get those live shows. I think I'm gonna put it the I'm gonna think I'm gonna put the live show for first year and second year at the three dollar level, and then the third year this year, whenever after I've recorded it and edited it, I'll put it at the five dollar just to see who I can get to bite, you know. But uh, anyway, thanks for supporting us, and thank you for listening again. I'm gonna finish this and make it sound pretty, and then I'm gonna go to bed. Bye, guys. We're going to go into a week of downtime at the sea before you arrive in Laurent. Um, is there anything you'd like to do during this week of downtime? I assume I know Felomir's answer, so we'll start with him. Yes. What would you like to do during this week of downtime, Felomir? Probably nothing. Just drinking. <laughs> Hanging out with Kath. Sleeping. <laughs> Sleeping, mostly. Um, I'm going to spend pretty much all of my downtime reading this journal. I guess maybe still searching for any mention of a car in my books that I have elsewhere. Okay. I feel like Keth is in uh, some, he's got some mental strife going on right now, so I want to bring in some good news. Well, what we're going to do with you is we're going to do some research from downtime activities from Xanathar's Guide, because I want to test it out. Alrighty. I'm going to simplify it, though, because it requires like gold pieces and all that kind of stuff, and you're not in a city, so it doesn't make sense to spend gold pieces for research. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got a little chart here that I like. I don't know. I haven't I haven't read the details of how this chart works, but I assume from the answers how it could work. Give me a an investigation check. History. Oh, history. Yeah, no, history will work. If history is better for you, you do history. Cool. Uh, that's an 18. 18. You learn two pieces of lore. What? And I'm going to prioritize them from what I think you would notice first mm-hmm. to second to third um, because it goes up to three um, and the two that come to mind that I think would be the simplest to find in the journal is one there is a mention of Hakar. Hmm. it appears that while these adventurers were storming a abandoned fortress and looking for some sort of item Mestic appeared and like a, like a sunrise and then there was a rumbling on top of the tower 
and stones started falling and they had to escape the collapse of this fortress. And as they got outside of the fortress, they saw a shadowy being leap off of the fortress and just jump from the top all the way to the bottom and go and fight Mestic in this open field battle. Apparently, according to the journal, that shadowy being was Hakar. Okay, cool. The second piece of lore that you connect with is a name. And the name pops out to you because it's a set of initials you've been wondering who was. And it's from that book that you that just appeared in your library called The Arcane Code. And it had the initials KMR. And it stands for Christoph Morning Rise. Cool. So you got some information out of that. This is Christoph, true. Christoph, for those that are listening, Christoph is the guardian of the law. All right, so that was Felomir's downtime for the week. Uh, anyone else have anything they want to do? I would like to continue studying the flintlock and maybe even try and buddy-buddy with Wiley for a minute so that he'll let me, like, borrow some of his powder once it dries off and, like, maybe do, like, a little bit of target practice. All right. Yeah, that's 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 going to be fun. Um, that would be under the training downtime activities. And also, is that a prison book still in the in his library? Prison book, right? With the the bad guy in it. Oh, the Book of Warren. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's in his okay. library. I probably would never take that out unless needed, prompted, yeah, or it just appeared, you know. All right. What I need you to do is give me a intelligence check. Not very good. Hey, but a good roll. I'll take a seventeen. Okay. Um, you don't gain proficiency to where you can use your proficiency bonus, but you do learn the mechanics of the gun and you're able to use it. Okay. Can I get some stats on it? Yes. It's quite powerful. I'm still being open to giving it back because I really feel like it is yours, Keth, but (sighs) while it's in hand, I'd like to know. I'm having a hard time imagining Keth using the gun. I don't think he would want to use it. I think that if we end up getting out with the sister, you might want her to have her gun back. Yeah. Kind of thing. It sounds like we could find another pretty easily. Yeah, it sounds like it. It is 2d6 plus 4 damage. And it is a dexterity attack. But you don't get to add your proficiency because you're not proficient. It does require an entire round to load it. So you can take, so on one round, you would take an action to shoot it. On the second round, you would take an action to load it. And on the next round, you would take an action to shoot it again. Yeah, so with my two attacks per turn, I can... No, that's an action. Mm. Could you ready it before a combat? Yeah, like you can keep it loaded to where it's like got one shot per combat. Yeah. Uh, If you don't want to take the time to load it during mid-combat. I mean, it's got a powerful punch because Mm -hmm. you only shoot it once, basically. Okay, and can we... Can we say for now then, like since I've been playing around with it, that I am keeping it loaded and on me? Do you have any powder and shit? We'll say that Wiley gave you some. Still, Uh, just a wee bit. Yeah, we'll say you have six shots. Six shots? Cool. That's what we'll say. I like that. Uh, So that's Velomir and Finch. Does anyone else have any downtime activities they would like to take part in? I feel like at some point I will have gotten up with uh, Velomir to ask, like, what he thought of the book book or, like, did he? That's reasonable. I like that idea if Velomir is willing to talk about it. We'll say, like, on day six after he's spent his time researching and, like, flipping through other books to try and find details of things, uh, the two of you convene and you come back to get your book, basically. 
So, have you found anything interesting? Uh, why, yes, I have. This journal is quite interesting. I really wasn't able to make sense of a lot of the things. I don't know what they're talking about a lot of the time. In what way? Well, I mean, just names that I don't recognize. Talking about things that I don't... I, some of it, I... I what, what did you learn? Well, I recognize quite a few names from this. I mean, there's Kristoff, a lot of mention of him. Well, I know that one. Yes, and interestingly enough, I have another book that seems to have quite a bit of discrepancy to it. Yes? Um, involving Kristoff, Morning Rise. Oh, you, you're on full name basis with him now. Well, that was his last name. What are you talking about? What book is this? Uh, well, it's a book that appeared in my library um, when I was staying in Yin, when you went back to the college, after we, you know, opened up the arcane well. It just appeared in your library? Uh, yes. Uh, I assumed Remora put it there. He did that with quite a few other books, but I didn't notice this one until then. Well, what does it say? Um, well, it's called The Arcane Code. Um, it was signed with the initials KMR, which I presume to be Christoph Morningrise. Well, it's a long shot, but possibly, maybe. Um, it also, well, first of all, Christoph is the guardian of law, yes? Yes, I know. I've yes. heard. Um, well, the interesting part here is that it's dated 1186 of the Second Age. I don't understand. Well, if you recall the stories of the Equilibrium, it happened in the year 1092 of the Third Age. That doesn't make any sense. That's like way before. Yes, so how was Kristoff alive 3,000 years before he was appointed a guardian? Well, maybe it's, maybe it's like Cat. Maybe it's just a popular name. Uh, I'm not so sure if that's it. I mean, it is a first and last name, a birth name. Look, I don't know. That's why I gave it to you. I can't put it all together. I'm just, just noting what I've uh, read. Um, another piece of information I've found interesting is uh, when Keth and Astra and I were leaving in to meet you and Finch in Dowlin Harbor, uh, he asked me about a name, Hakar. The same Hakar, Hakar from the book? I, that's the only mention of the name I've seen anywhere, so I would think so. The creature that fought Mastic. Keth knows of it. Well, I don't know if he knows of it. Well, he asked you of it. Well, he said he had a, a, a voice speak to him in his sleep telling him to seek out the car, uh, and this was the morning of our departure. Keth knows something. Something knows Keth. Felimir, I don't like this. Well, there's definitely something going on here. Do you really think Keth doesn't know? I have no reason to think that he does. What do you mean? Know what? He asked of Hakar. He said he, he knows something. He said a voice came to his head. You, you believe this? Just a voice randomly from nowhere? I do believe it, yes. I mean, Fine, you believe what you want to believe. You've had voices in your head too, have you not? Well, there's an explanation for those. Well, I'm sure there's an explanation for Keth's. We just don't know it. Well, if you wanna, if you wanna compare it to that situation, I was keeping a secret from you. Too true, but I think Keth is being honest. Fine. Regardless, I do wish to tell him what I found about this car. I'm not sure how it'll help him, but I feel like he could use some good news at this point. And I would like to hold on to this for a little while longer, if that's all right. How many times do you have to read it? Seven or eight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, duh. I've read it about four times now, and I'm still finding out new information, so until I don't find anything else new out, I suppose. That's totally fine, Felomir. You do you, and I'll, I'll leave. <laughs>
All right, that leaves Keth and Astro. Do either of you have any things you'd like to do during your downtime? Uh, I'll probably assist with the rigging okay. on the ship. Try to maybe get get into Captain Wiley's good graces a little bit. Okay. And then uh, outside of that, like when I'm eating and stuff like that, I'm, I'll go down below the deck and just sh- sh- basically catch up with Kerbal and give her food and share my booze with her. Okay, so you're creating renown between the two. What if he had to sneak Kurgle food? That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, they're not going to feed her? Not as a well long as... time. Probably not as good as you'd feed her. Okay. You're like, would but, you ask permission to feed her, or would no, you just do it? I'd just go down there. Would you're, you hide it? No. Dude, you're like that, that one lunch lady, like, grab you, grab you a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Honey. Extra pack of saltines on me. Yeah. <laughs> Slide you extra juice. Let's start with uh, getting on Kayo's good graces. Okay. Not that you're not on his good graces, but like, you know what I mean. Some yeah. extra brown nosing. Yeah, it's right. your brown nosing to try and save up. your sister. Um, give me a persuasion check. 16. Okay. I'm going to lower the DC for when it comes time for another persuasion check. Okay. When it, when that discussion happens, right? As far as feeding Kurgle, if Kayo saw it, would he care? I don't think he'd care. In his mind, he's gonna kill her, right? Yeah. So what does it matter? Yeah, if it's only a week's journey, I don't think food. And I, I, I mean, he recognizes that Keth's her his her brother, so I think he would. He probably puts it in his head like if he had a sibling that was in that situation, he'd want to feed them too. He's a good guy. But he's also, you know... He's loyal to his first mate. He's following the code of the seas. The code of the, the seas. The code of the seas. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I will say he won't care that you're feeding Kurgle, but what would be the benefit of that? Try, I'm trying to ensure that she is trustworthy and also catch up with her as far as what we've both been doing over the past... Okay, do you want to just have a conversation years. with her? Sure. Okay. You go down below deck with a bowl of ghoul and a pint of ale, and uh, you sit down in front of her, and you give it to her, and um, she's actually shackled. Oh, does he have to feed her? <laughs> and uh, we'll say she's shackled, and like she has to use both hands to do things, because it's together shackled. She picks up the mug of ale with both hands and goes for a sip, and then she looks at you. Thanks, Kath. I needed this. It's been a, getting kind of tired of being down here all the time. Well, suck it up. You got another couple days. What are you doing around all the days? No, I'm helping sail the ship back to Loran. You know how to do that now? I know a little bit. Not very good at it, but trying to do what I can. What are you doing? Just rigging? Yeah. All you got to do is tie rope, pull it, tie it. Not so hard. I mean, I can pull it and tie it. I'm, I'm strong. You see that? Well, you just don't know how to follow commands? I don't know all the different words for the boats. Oh, like stern and bow? Yeah, I don't know none of that. Oh. Um, I mean, I'm learning, but... You'll get used to it. Yeah. So, scourge of the sea. I'm the wretch. The wretch. <laughs> <laughs> what have you, you been doing for 15 years? Why is it now that you show up? Because I was a slave for a long time. Or worked in the pits. I heard you became Keth the Giant Slayer like five years ago. You are no slave no more. Why did it take you five years to fire me? I didn't know where you went. 
You knew pirates took me. I knew pirates took you, but I didn't know if they had sold you to the elves of Lutansis, or if they had taken you to some land that I don't even know of, or what? I fucking hate them elves. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with elves. Uh, yeah, they are. They're a bunch of pricks. Oh my God. <laughs> them and their immortality just living up there forever. Fella used to be an elf. What? He's a demon. He's No, he's a tiefling. He's a demon. He's a tiefling. That's the difference. What's the difference? But demons are evil. He's good. He's a good magic man. Is he good? Yes. He's helped me a lot. I've helped him. What is he getting out of it? We're all getting something out of it. What are you doing? What are you all even trying to do? You just exploring the world, Kath? Well, it's a shitty place if you haven't noticed. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm finding that out you every gotta day. You gotta find your own. Get the money. It's all about money. I've got a lot of that. You got a lot of money? Yeah. How much money you got? I've got almost 20,000 gold. You have 20,000 gold? Yeah, I've got a manor. That's like a, that's like a big house. Well, you, you, can, you can buy me. You can buy me and free me. Well, I mean, I don't have it all on me. Because they're going to sell me. You know that, right? With the captain? Yeah. I thought they were going to kill you. I mean, if, if they keep me alive, they're going to sell me. To who? Back to the pirates or Ron or, or the gnomes or somebody. They're going to sell me if they don't, if they don't kill me. So they're slavers, too. Well, I mean, more like they don't know what to do with me. It's the code of the seas, you know? I don't know. <laughs> well, see, whenever you're out on a boat like this, like, this is this is your town. And the governor is the captain. And what he says goes. Yeah. And right now, Captain Kyle is in charge. Okay. I recognize that. But what does that have to do with him selling you? That well, sounds I mean, like that sounds like slavery to me. Well, if he doesn't execute me, he's got to get something for me. It's more like a trade. Yeah, he's trading a person for gold. That's not okay. Well, he might not trade me for gold. He might trade me for supplies or something. That's irrelevant. That's irrelevant. But what are you doing out here? You still haven't answered that. I told you I was looking for you. You weren't looking for me. There's something else going on. There's a lot going on. I love this stare down right here. All right, I guess uh, guess you don't want to share no information, huh? We were told that there was an um, an, an unbalancing in Loran, so we were coming to investigate it. Yeah, y'all said that earlier. What's an unbalancing? Well, it's like, okay, so you got all the elements, right? And then if they're not balanced, then you have bad stuff happen. You believe in all that bullshit? I do now. Didn't used to. I've seen a lot of shit. I seen it. I was waiting <laughs> on that line. <laughs> what you seen? A lot. Like, when I met these people, we were in this town, and this little boy walked up, and he just blew up. Blew up, and vines went everywhere. Blew up? Yeah. Like a cannon? What's a cannon? It's what we were shooting at you. Whoa, the, the big front rocks. Yeah, the big front rocks. <laughs> <laughs> no, not like a cannon. He, like... He just went, his his whole body blew up. Like magics. Yeah, like magics. And then vines came out everywhere. And then there were these vine creatures that came out. Turns out there was these old hags behind it. And then we found, oh, what was his name? Uh, the Temple of Salamandal. It's been crazy. It's been a whole year. Why'd you leave Athern? I had to. Why? Well, you know the, the girl, Astra? Oh, yeah, she's mean. <laughs> she's not mean. She's really nice. Why is she being so mean to me? Because you tried to kill me. <laughs> Get her. 
We were tussling. That's not tussling. <laughs> we always tussle with our fists, not weapons. Well, maybe blunt weapons, but not a not a big axe or a front rock. That hurt. Have you ever been shot with a front rock? Yeah. It doesn't feel good, does it? <laughs> and she actually like pulls her shirt down. <laughs> it shows that she's got like a bullet wound near where you actually got shot. Yeah, it d- didn't feel good, did it? Oh, no. I mean, that's not... Tussling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I won't do that again, Chico. But yeah, why'd you leave after? And you're saying she was there? Oh yeah, yeah. She she was there, and um, the the town guard they were they were messing with her. They were bullying her around, and I told them to stop. And I got in a, a fight with one of them, and then all the guards started chasing us, and we we jumped on a ship and ended up in that place with the the little boy that blew up. Oh, that's when I met the other ones. And you guess you're saying a lot of things happened after that too, huh? Yeah, it's it's been pretty crazy. Well, you getting some good fighting in? Oh yeah, a lot of good fighting. I became the champion again. Oh, you know where Yin is? No. Okay, so Yin is this place. It's a city, right? And it was surrounded by darkness. And then we went in and we we cleared it. Oh, like the darkness in Mithron. Yeah, because it was in Mithron. Oh. That was in the center of Mithron? Uh, I think so. Well, I've seen the coast of Mithron. That place is scary. That's not scary anymore. What? Yeah. Why is it not scary no more? Because we cleared the darkness. How did you clear all that darkness? Um, well, there was a... What was that? I think it was like a guardian or something. Wait, you said you met a guardian? Well, I didn't meet him. Oh. But the magic man met him. So you're saying guardians are real? I think so. Huh. But anyway, that that's where... That's where my, my house is, my manor. Huh. And there was a fighting pits, and I fought in the fighting pits and became the champion. Well, I have a I have a house. Your ship? No, like I have a house house. Like a real house? Uh-huh. Where's it at? It's it's on the island. Is it a big house? It fits me, I guess. It's above a brothel. That sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> so if the captain, if he tries to sell you, how much would he sell you for? Well, I'm a captain, so if he sold me to the pirates, it might be for some, some good money. But they might just reject it and kill like, kill everybody they see, including me. But they might be able to sell me to the to the gnomes if this is to keep me alive, you know. What would you do with the gnomes? Uh, well, they would use me as uh, collateral to work with the pirates. Oh, like like a middleman. Oh uh, no, more like property still. Oh, that's that's not okay either. What if? That's the way of the world over here, Cuff. I don't like it. It's not honorable. Why is it not honorable? Well, why would your own people turn on you? Well, some people sell themselves to slavery. Why would they do that? Well, they owe debts. They gambled all their lives away, you know? Well, you didn't do that. No, I broke free. Made my way. Well, yeah, you did, but I mean, when you were a kid, you you didn't do anything wrong. You were just taken. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, we didn't have no parents no more. Yeah. We were just orphans in the streets. They just took us up. Yeah. We weren't really going to be able to survive on our own, though. Yeah, we would have. Not in that city. We're tough. We would have made it. I'm going to make sure that, that you're not killed or sold. Oh, I hope. But if, if it has to happen, Kat, it has to happen. It won't. Don't let yourself die for me. I won't. I've maybe killed 400 men. 400? <laughs> <laughs> It might be time for me. I might have to become a Dakota. No, this... <laughs> what's, what's Dakota? No, Dakota. It's uh, fish people under the sea. 
Fish people? Yeah. Have you seen them before? Um, yeah. They attack ships if they can. What do they do with the people? They take eat them em. under the sea. And eat them? I don't know what they do with them down there. Well, I won't let you get taken by the fish people. Or sold, or executed. Okay. Well, but like I said, you, you might not have a way to, to stop. And if it does have to happen, it has to happen. Keth <clears throat> protect. I'll go upstairs. Astra, you got any downtime activities you want to do? Yes. I would like to, I guess, research. Okay. I still never figured out why I was, how I was cursed. Okay. And so I'm interested in, one, practicing divination, because I haven't done that in a while with Oystrich. Okay. So maybe borrowing some books from Philomere's library. Um, also looking into transmutation. And abjuration. Why? Because whenever I had that vision of seeing myself being cursed, everything faded to white. Which white is abjuration? Not sure if that was relevant, but I asked and you told me. Um, But also the sorceress uh, cast a green ball of light at me, which is transmutation. Okay. So... Just um, doing some self-study, I guess. Sure, sure. Bellamir, is there anything that you know would be in your library that she, she might be interested in? That she would let her use? Uh, I mean, I have all the spell books from the wizard's library. I have stuff from the School of Planar Learning. I think the spell books might do. Okay, do well, then, some yeah. fun research for her. Certainly. That's probably about it. Equilibrium, I have that, but I don't know if that's what you're looking for. But the wizard spell books, you might could go through spell after spell to see what a green spell might be. Okay. Um, so let her borrow those, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. All right. Give me a investigation or history check. But I would prefer investigation. Arcane. Or arcana. Yeah, actually. Arcana or investigation, not history. Yeah, let's go with arcana. That is a 23. That's very good. So you know that this sorceress was experimental because she was experimenting on Oystrich. Mm-hmm. Though you're looking at wizard spells, um, you know from an arcana knowledge standpoint that a lot of wizard spells swap over to sorcerer spells. Now, the actual effects of this spell, you don't know because everything that seems to match up appears to not affect you in that way. But there is a spell that it seems to mimic even though you don't know the effects. And it's called Bestow Curse. However, Bestow Curse is a necromancy spell. So the green aura of this spell doesn't quite make sense. But because you know she said that curse will haunt you for the rest of your days, you believe it's some sort of curse that has to do with transmutation. What that curse specifically is, you don't know. I have an idea. Okay. If you, the player, has an idea, I will allow you to hypothesize that and I'll tell you if you were correct or not with that I think you said 23 roll or something like that it's pretty high yeah it's a spell called warding bond Uh, the spell wards a willing creature to you a creature you touch and creates a mystic connection between you and the target until the spell ends I would say that you're on to something that that information there seems to be some sort of permanence a higher higher level spell of that sort that she experimented with on you and Oystrich. Okay. 
One day before you arrive in Loran, the two ships come to a stop. They park next to each other, and a plank is put across the railing on both sides. Stefan Grakaya walks onto your ship. All the crew is standing on deck. Captain Kayo stands at the captain's wheel of his ship. And crew walk out with Kurgle. Captain Kayo says, Captain Kurgle, the wretch, you have been sentenced to die. Though your brother is here to speak on your behalf. Yes, I will speak on her behalf. And I'll, uh, I'll approach and kind of get in between, I guess, uh, Kurgle and the captain and Stefan. So okay. I kind of picture them like facing each other. Sure. And I'll say, listen, Stefan, we have no qualm between each other. But I understand that she killed your siblings. But understand this, if you kill my sibling, then we will have a problem. So I propose an alternative solution. I've brought gold with me that I intended to pay you and the captain to take us to Loran. You can have it. Let her go in our custody. Stefan looks over to Captain Kayo. And Captain Kayo looks down at, this, down at all of you from his platform. Give me a persuasion check. I'm going to use a point of inspiration. <laughs> so that's the automatic crit. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Four Orbs. Forgot about yes. that. I will take your money, but I have to get two more of your money. Will two more of you take Keth's side? I'll step over. How, how, how much were my diamonds worth? Or, or, I got four of them, so. If you pull out them diamonds, we're good. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> how, much money you, how much money do you need? I need 7,000 gold for her life. I only brought 500 with me. I got a bag of gems, though. Is that all four diamonds? I will pay the 7,000. You'll pay the full 7,000? I will. Okay. A deal has been made. The code of the sea is submitted. Held true. The code of the sea. Very well. I'll just open the bank up right there. <laughs> as soon as you open it up, there's this, like, arcane, like, whoosh across the deck. <laughs> and everyone's like, whoa! I'll walk in and collect 7,000 gold pieces. And, and, uh, <laughs> it's all in his, from the bank of Bellamere. And just like, lug it back out in a bag, I guess. <laughs> Keep a wheelbarrow in there. <laughs> Use your unseen servant to help you. Like, I imagine you just open it up a little bit and just, like, dump it out until yeah. it's like a pile. You just got a open book just yeah. shaking it out. 7,000 gold is how much weight? It's a pound for every 50 gold, right? Mm, that's a lot so of So 7,000 divided by 50? That's less than 500. It's 140 pounds. Cool. I'm going to spend 10 minutes to ritual cast Tensor's Floating Disc. <laughs> nice. So you go inside your library and you don't come out for 10 minutes. Yeah, probably closer to 15 after I load it up. Keep in mind, like whenever he opens up the library and a door appears, he can see inside, but none of you can. It just looks like a portal, right? Yeah, it just looks like a portal. And so y'all, like it just kind of hums for a while on the deck and everyone's just sitting there quietly. Looking at each yeah. other. It was all tense for a second and now it's like awkward. Just <laughs> like, leaning uh, up against the banisters and the railing. People, people pull out pipes and start smoking. He'll, he'll, he'll be back, I promise. Yeah, and then 15 minutes later I walk out and then when I get 20 feet out, you see just 7,000 floating gold pieces. <laughs> Stacked neatly on tensors. Yep. <laughs> And then I'll just close the book up, and uh, here you are. All right, crew, bag it up. Captain Kaido's crew starts to put it in sacks and bags, and uh, Kurgle's shackles are released. Cool. And I'll, uh, I'll walk over to Philomir, and I'll say, thank you. I won't forget this. And I'll give him a big, big hug and I'll, try not uh, to hurt him. I'll em- embrace Kef anytime. 
And whenever Kurgle sees that, she walks over to you, Felomir. It says, yeah, thank you very much. And he, she gives you a hug. <laughs> I will reluctantly embrace her. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. So let me get this straight. Felomir owns you now. No. Uh, no, I... No, you, you bought her. I bought her freedom. Hmm. Okay. But she is going to help us, right? Of course. I mean, I don't know exactly what you're trying to do still, but... Well, it doesn't matter. We bought you. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> she was not bought. Her freedom was bought. Her life was bought. But not not for us to, to use. To, if she's going to help us navigate through Loran. Because you know Loran, right? Uh, I do. I do. Yeah. Well, we need someone that knows Loran. Sounds sounds good. Um, I, I thank you. I, I really do. I'll nod. But this doesn't change that I'm a pirate. And she, she like, points at all of you. Well, right now you're a pirate without a ship. I guess you're right. And a crew? Well, we got some crew left. There's 12. There's 12 of them. Sounds like they're his crew now. Yeah, what of my crew, Captain Kayo? Nah, we didn't buy the crew. And Captain Kayo speaks up and says, As I promised, I said that if they help us get back to Loran, I'll let them go. Fair enough. All right, get back to the rigging, boys. And uh, all the crew starts to get busy with bringing the sails back down because they were at a halt. Grakaya, not happy about it, but he knows he knows the law of the sea, the code of the sea. The code of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> the code of the sea. The code of the sea. <laughs> the Scalio just starts singing yeah. the code of the sea. <laughs> like anytime any instance of the code of the sea, like they're all like brushing the deck. Like, the code of the sea. The Everybody knows the code of the sea. <laughs> yeah, the code of the sea. What are you going to do? Yeah, I want that to be a thing. God, I don't want to have to make that song, but now I need to make that song. It's like a Disney film up here, man. (laughs) For the next day, I'll sail again. We're going to say that's part of your week of downtime. And the islands of Loran finally come into view. The five of you watch the coastline become more and more visible. And as you get closer, Kayo moves your two-boat fleet into the island strait. Within the strait, you see a bustling port. Many birds fly over the port, zooming up and down from above. And after a while of watching these birds, you can see they are made of different types of metal. This gnomish port has a steampunk-like design. Gnomes are working the docks, bartering with merchants and pirates of different races. You see other animal form constructs working the docks. A giant elephant made of iron walks slowly down the dock, pulling a large wagon of raw ores and other materials. The bear bodyguards are finally seen standing at corners of streets and edges of docks, awaiting for hostile activity. Pouncing above the water's surface, gemmed dolphins made of silver hop along the sides of your boat, obviously inspecting who's on board. A group of gnomes carrying spears and crossbows right atop many quadrupedal animal constructs like leopards, tigers, wolves, and camels. As you are watching this bustling town from the bow of the ship, Captain Kayo walks towards you on the deck and says, We had to pass through here so the gnomes can see we are here. If we stuck around without them at least seeing who arrived, they'd send their water constructs to sink our ship. As he says this, a golden pivac swoops in and glides in front of the ship. It flips itself around and glides backwards with a red light flashing on his forehead. Welcome to Port Grizzle. Please state your name and business. 
Captain Kaio, returning for merchant visit and adventurer drop-off. Welcome back, Captain Kaio. Your last visit was three years and 20 days ago. Imported items, cloth, iridarium, dark iron, gems, and corn. Exported items, one unmarked metal crate to deliver to the Golden Crow. Please state the names of the adventurers. Oh, go on, speak up. Velomir. Finch, Master Scout of the Crimson Command. Astro? I'm Kat, Champion of Yen. <clears throat> Dorothy Fabe, Grumman Kyle. <laughs> That's K-Y-L-E. Thank you. I will add you to our adventuring registry. While here, you are not permitted into the island center of the Eastern Island. Please leave your archaeological digs to the Western Island in full and Eastern Island's coast. Intruders will be treated as hostile forces and killed on sight. What's over there? Captain Kayo, you are permitted to dock at stations 65 and 66 to conduct trade. Your ships are permitted to travel within the island's borders freely for 72 hours. Extended stays will need to be approved by Dockmaster Zilgrim. The golden PVAC then flies off back towards Port Greasel. How's my PVAC handling all of this? He's not reacting really? Yeah. I guess he's probably not aware? Just whatever to him. Yeah. Okay. All right now, you five. You're looking to be dropped off on the Eastern Island or the Western with the pirates. I'll take you where you want to go before we dock our ships. Either way, I'll be coming here to Port Greasel to barter. So, now tell me where you want to go. Okay, so the e the Western Island is the pirates? Yes. And the Eastern Island is the, the gnomes. And the, what was off limits? The e middle of the Eastern the Island. The middle of the Eastern Island. Which sounds very... Mm, so special. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stop on us. Well, I feel like it might be safer here on the Eastern Island, away from the pirates for now. I would agree. Uh, Captain, how difficult is travel between the islands? Oh, uh, well, you'll need a boat. What kind of boat? Uh, a rowboat might do you, but watch out for storms. I'm sure we could find a way across if we need. Yeah, I'm sure we could just purchase a passage if we need to. I'm sure they've got transport boats going across the islands, right? No, not really, no. no with yeah. the, it sounds like they're kind of tense between the gnomes and the pirates right now. Oh, yeah, that's right. She said something about that. I think we should stay here. Yeah, I agree. Eastern Island. All right, well, we'll go ahead and pull into Port Greasel. Arcane Cabinet is the moment. It might be my favorite moment of all four orbs, <laughs> honestly. Like, the Keth reveal is fun. Like, it's awesome. I mean, it's still the oh, witch yeah. fight was pretty good. The witch, yeah. witch fight's my yeah. favorite, I think. I, I think from a DM perspective, the Arcane Cabinet's just great. As far as, One like, hell of an creative and the way that you, like, produced it. The way the music, yeah, the way the music, yeah. arcade music comes in every time is <laughs> really good, too. Because we would just be having a conversation, it would just slowly fade in from the back. You're like, because the listener knows, like, oh god, here we go. He's about to say something. Yep, he's saying something. Hey! <laughs> I thought about putting them everywhere in the world. Oh god. <laughs> like, show up in Leroy where the gnomes are, and you just go into a tavern, there's a pinball machine over to the side. It's the same music. We're like, like we walk in the door and we're like, do you 
<laughs> oh no! no! <laughs> Something eerily familiar about that sound. Felimer races over to him. <laughs> Take Bl my money! Blighty McBlighty! <laughs> out of order. <laughs> Just everyone you come across is out of order. No, 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 no. They're like the, the ice cream machine of four orbs. This is always Just the, the McDonald's ice cream machine. <laughs> And this is French. And I'll motion over to him. I'll give a Crimson Command salute. Oh, soldier, huh? Soldier of Asus, you could say. Okay. What's your name? I forgot. Really? <laughs> <laughs> that no, should have been that woke up, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's Felly Fell. Felly Fell. Yeah. <laughs> and this is Felly Fell. <laughs>